Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I want to thank the Malachek's, Dirk and Heather, for coming on. For you guys that have been texting me about going to that event tomorrow, if you didn't hear it, it's wide open to the public. So from uh, 1 to 6.30, the Suburban Bourbon in Muskego, raising money for, for Dwayne and Kathy Malachek. It's going to be a long road, but man, he's on the right path. And all the prayers that we talked about on this show for a number of times. It, I, I just thank you for that. And if you, you're feeling led to go out there and, and help them out or go on that uh, that GoFundMe page and, and, and help them. If you listen to the show, you know the 11 o'clock, and we're running a little late, and I apologize to our winner, but this uh, Current Electric Superhero of the Week, it's just a great segment. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. Our superhero of the week. She is Olivia Lewandowski from St. Francis High School. And let me tell you real quick. So I got, um, we've been doing this now for a while to the point now people start to call and say, hey, do you know about this kid? Do you know about this kid? We have a kid at our school you might want to think about. And that's what happened here. I then call the principal at St. Francis. And I go, hey, here's what we're doing. And he listens to the show. He's like, hey, big time, what's going on? 
I said, oh my goodness, I never put two together. Let me tell you what's happened. And he said, ah, this is my daughter. And I said, I know. And, and look, I'm the one that's calling you about this. And I would ask you to let me highlight, promote, and celebrate Olivia and what she does at St. Francis and in the community. We're now joined by our superhero of the week. She's Olivia Lewandowski, senior St. Francis High School, 3.667 GPA. She's a really good student. Olivia, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm sorry that we got to you late. Um, but you know what? This uh, fundraiser that's going on tomorrow for for a guy named Dwayne Malachnik and, and his uh, his family is really important. So I apologize for coming late, but it was because we were doing good work here, Olivia. Yeah, no, no worries. Hey, let's talk about uh, some of the things that you're involved in. I want to start on the sports side, if we can. Um, big time volleyball player. Is that that is certainly your favorite sport, correct? Yes, of course. I love volleyball. <laughs> so, um, four year captain on the varsity volleyball team. You don't hear that very often. You were a freshman, and you were the uh, captain of the volleyball team. Yeah. So, um, at St. Francis, the school I attend to, our volleyball program wasn't exactly the best when I first entered it, and it was it was a big challenge to try and rebuild the program, but. We've we've done exceptionally better than we started doing in my fourth year, and since my history with volleyball was so long, they they they, they decided to put me as captain or as one of them, and it's been really it's been really exciting to watch the program go, and I'm I'm leaving it in good hands with the people now that I'm graduating, and I'm excited to see it continue to grow. Man, good good for you. Um, also, it has a leadership role in the school council. She has been recognized um, a lot. She has. A lot of things that she does, but the thing that, and in talking to her, one of the things that's most important to her, and I envy anybody that can carry a tune, and if you don't believe that Olivia Lewandowski can can carry a tune, I got a little something-something for you. Hold on a second, Olivia. Mitch? She can carry. She can carry a tune. Olivia, don't be mad at me for that. Um, but you sound wonderful on the radio, and I'm so envious of of you for that. Olivia's been uh, recognized excellence in music and was selected to participate in the Vocal Arts Festival with UW Milwaukee. Sang with the Carroll University Choir as a sophomore. She sings in German and English. I can't sing in English. She gets she gets to sing in both. Um, music has been and theater have been a really big part of your life, Olivia. Yeah, music has always been a really great outlet for me to express, you know, my emotions, what I'm feeling, and it's it's helped me create connections that I believe are going to be lifelong. And it's there's just something fantastic about you know singing, and then especially in a group setting when you know everything comes together and it's all the hard work pays off, and you can just hear everything start to make sense. It's just it's. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. <laughs> she has been awarded seven state medals um, for vocal performance and ensemble. And, and I can tell you that her, her goal um, and what she wants to pursue is a double major in, in poli-sci, political science, and vocal performance. 
And when I asked her why, you know, her goals included wanting to create a safe environment for all children in schools, in particular in low-income schools throughout the Milwaukee area. And, and I tell people this, Olivia, that throughout the week I get a little bit down on all this stuff. Everybody's fighting about this or fighting about that. I wake up today, Olivia, for the second time in five days, I've got windows busted out of my cars here in the city of Milwaukee. And I am just, you know what, I, I've, I'm you know, so crabby this morning. And then I get to talk to people like you, young people like you, that say, look, here's my goal. You know what? I'm going to go on and I'm going to get my education. I'm going to come back and I'm going to be in this area and I'm going to help kids in schools in this area because that's what I think is important. Your motivation for having this servant leadership heart, Olivia, where does that come from? You know, I, I think it comes from my parents, mostly my dad, and just seeing how I was raised because he, you know, he grew up in a not great environment and he, you know, he worked for everything he had and he does everything he can to support the kids at our school and give them what they need. And I think I learned a lot of that from him and I, I want to give back to the community in the same way he has. It's a beautiful answer. You know, we talked about and I said to you, hey, look, it's got to be a little bit difficult having your dad be the principal and you see I get asked that a lot absolutely not like no like he's a really good guy and and to hear a senior in high school say that about their father just warm my heart Olivia because you don't I don't hear that a lot because normally at that 17 year old age like I was I only thought of myself didn't know where my socks were didn't care was mad at my parents all the time and for you to say that means just a tremendous amount for your dad that, that the relationship you two have must be something special. Yeah, my, my, my parents are my biggest supporters through everything, and I'm, I'm very grateful to have such amazing parents. No doubt. Do you, do you uh, have an idea school-wise um, where you're going to go next year? So I'm a little bit undecided right now. I'm, I'm narrowing it down between lacrosse and Milwaukee. Um, but if political science is something I'm deciding to go into, Milwaukee might end up being the best option because it's in the area that I want to focus on the most. And when you say uh, pursue a double major in, in political science and vocal performance, I don't know what what the vocal, I know political science, but the vocal performance, again, I told you my music story. Not good. Still wake up in the middle of the night with Sister Margaret Mary yelling at me. Um, but I'm wondering what that looks like and what do you do with a double major in political science and vocal performance? Do you want to teach? So to my understanding, the double major in political science and vocal performance is just going to be the best option for me to pursue everything that I'm passionate about. Um, I think the education aspect that will come with the vocal performance is just going to help me further pursue my passions and help me grow as a performer more. And if, you know, educating children about music is something that I decide I want to do instead of political science, I will have half of the background that I need to be able to do that. And I just think that I need music in my life and being able to major in something like that is going to be able to help me, you know, change from the high school experience to the college experience. And it's just going to be a great experience all around. I, I, I love dedicating myself to music. I love putting the work in that comes with music, and I love seeing the outcome. So I think majoring in music would be 
something that I've been looking forward to for a very long time. <laughs> hey, Olivia, do you have um, a favorite music you like, like type of music you like to listen to? And is it the same type of music you like to perform or is that a different type of music? So I really, I like listening to more alternative music that, but in like the, the, the things I like singing are more music theater and classical songs that's the kind of music i get to perform it's the kind of music that i feel is suited for me to perform but when i listen when i play music in the car it's it's a very interesting mix of like alternative like alternative music very old like bob seger music and then like broadway musicals (laughs) that that, it depending on how you're feeling that day is what you're going to put on right yeah (laughs) because that's really different I mean, you talk alternative to Broadway shows. I don't know if the music gets uh, much, much different than that. But obviously, it's really important um, in your life. Can you study and listen to music? Because I I can't. As soon as I start working, I've got to turn off the music. I never could study with the TV on, any of that. I always had to have it quiet. Are you somebody that can do your homework with music in the background? I need music on in the background, actually. If it's just dead silence, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Do you have a favorite, and this can all change, do you have a favorite Broadway musical that, that you listen to more than, than others? So there's a musical called Les Miserables. It's a, it's a musical about a war that happened in France. It's, yep. It's, it's, it's an older musical, but I love it more than anything. It's like, it's my dream to be able to play one of the characters in that show. It's, Oh my goodness! The love I have for that show is ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, I because I'm a sales rep for these stations, and Broadway across America is one of my accounts, and so I get a chance to go to the shows that come through to Milwaukee. And um, I was at uh, Phantom of the Opera with my wife and my son Matthew and a friend of his, mm-hmm. and at intermission, I said to my wife, "I'm not coming back. I'm gonna go listen to the Brewer game." And my son texted me. He said, "Where are you?" I said, "I'm in the car listening to Brewer game." I didn't realize the whole thing would be an opera. And he was like, "Well, it's not Phantom of the Country music. Like, what were you thinking?" <laughs> and I said, "I don't know." But he said, "Man, why didn't you take me with you?" I said, "Nope. You really, you should be cultured. You should stay. I'm not staying." I struggled with that one, Olivia, in a big way. Hey, I'm telling you that the people at St. Francis are very, very proud of you. And they, they're really going to miss when you move on to college. Make sure that you continue to go back and say hi to you know, some of the kids and, and certainly the staff there. Know the volleyball program is going to miss you. The, the concert choir and chamber choir and, and all of the people in theater. Um, it's going to be a big void. Uh, Olivia, when you do, when you move on and graduate, and I know you're excited about it, but the people back at St. Francis High School, they they wish you had one more year over there. Yeah, sometimes I wish I had one more year, <laughs> and it's it's super bittersweet to think that you know the thing that I've been doing for four years is very quickly coming to an end, and it's it's kind of heartbreaking to think about sometimes, like thinking about leaving behind all the friends that I've made that are underclassmen and leaving behind some of my favorite teachers, like my music director, like he's one of my, my biggest supporters. And I just, the thought that I'm not going to get to see them every day is something I'm going to have to, you know, obviously adjust to, but I do, Olivia, I do plan on coming back. Olivia, Sorry. what is his name? The music director. Um, his name is Paul Ostrike. 
Hey, Paul, I hope you're listening. You know, I hope you're listening because think about this. We are highlighting and promoting and celebrating Olivia Lewandowski. That's what we're doing here. And what she decided to do is say thank you to you and how much she's going to miss you. So obviously you've you've uh, made a big impact on her life. You can go to the Kern Electric Facebook page. Take a picture. Uh, you'll be able to see a picture of Olivia. Take a look at her bio and all the things that she's involved in and is going to be involved with. And you know what? She is a exactly what we look for with this Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Olivia Lewandowski, thanks a lot and have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nice job. Thanks for letting me. Well, she didn't know where we're going to play her music. Don't be mad at me. There's one other guy. <laughs> if you want to be mad at somebody, yeah, you don't know who I got. Maybe Paul sent it to me. You have no idea. We're going to get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the we world. A lot of games, a lot of scores to keep up with. Any big upsets this week? What teams had a great week and what teams need to get back to practice? It's time to look at this week's scoreboard brought to you by Citizens Bank, your partner in the community for your home, your business, and your life. Want to thank, want to thank Citizens Bank for being involved with, uh, with this show. Stephanie and everybody over at uh, Citizens Bank and shows like this, we play that theme, you know, at least twice, maybe three times, because there's games going on right now. At half, Kimberly up 27-17 over DeForest. That's in the Division One state semifinals being played in Oshkosh. Earlier today, on Alaska, won the Division Two semifinal in Lacrosse, 66-57. And they'll play the winner of the Pewaukee Lake Mills game going on. That tip is 12:25 from Lacrosse, and then the other Division One semifinal is or I'm sorry, Wauwatosa East against River Falls at the Menominee Nation Arena in Oshkosh. And if you didn't get a chance to watch any of the games the last two days from Oshkosh, they have the old uh, Bucks floor, the Mecca floor, and it's really cool. You know, if it's not that floor, it's a it's a replica of it. And it's really cool to see that floor again because it was just something different in the NBA. So, again, on Alaska going on to play for a state championship against Pewaukee or Lake Mills. That tip is, is uh, 1225. And then Kimberly is up right now 27-17 over DeForest. Winner of that game will play the winner of the Wauwatosa East River Falls game. Earlier in the show, we talked about... Uh, couple of state champions from last night the one that we did not talk about because it was on Thursday but it was uh division five Houstonford man this team I got a chance to watch a little of them they uh they looked really good they meet uh, McDonald Central 69-35 in the state finals after beating um Ozaki uh Steuben 65-53 in the semifinals and uh, McDonald Central beat uh, Green Bay NEW Lutheran by 27. And so the Division Five state champion is Houstonford. And then yesterday, a couple of pretty good games. I can tell you that. That 
the the, the Division three one was uh, Division four one was incredible. By the way, Prairie School and Lords Academy, tale of two halves. Lords Academy hits a bucket at the buzzer to win a state championship for the first time. 43-41. They beat the Prairie School. Prairie School was, man, looked great first half and uh, came out a little flat and Lords Academy caught up, beat them by two at the buzzer. And then the Division Three state championship, Racine St. Catharines, 68-49 over a Lake Country Lutheran team loaded with juniors. So I'd fully expect to see those guys back. And uh, they had a great year. Won, it, won, it, won their conference, got all the way to the state finals. And you got to give credit to not only the, the kids and the staff at St. Catharines, but Lake Country Lutheran as well. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our last two segments, we're talking to girls coaches that have won state championships. The head coach at Lake Mills will join us next, followed by the head coach at Germantown. And uh, it's always nice. It's fun talking to uh, state championship coaches. The difference between this year, and we'll ask both Brandon Siska and Matt Stuvey, how they handled it between games. What do you do? You go back to the hotel, you get these kids fed, but you don't want them laying down and napping. You get a little downtime, get to a gym. What, we, let's find out what these guys did for their teams. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented, as always, by our friends at your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Our next guest, state champion, head girls basketball coach at Lake Mills, the L-Cats. They beat Howard's Grove 70-60 to 60 in the semifinals up in Oshkosh. And then a little bit later that night, beat a really good Aquinas team 78-67. We were joined by the head uh, head basketball coach, Brandon Siska. Brandon, how you doing? Good. How about you? Thanks for having I'm doing, me. Oh, yeah, you bet. How was the drive? You guys uh, you had a good drive this morning? Uh, we didn't end up going out of town. Uh, we're oh, going to okay. go next week to see some family. Oh, good. Well, you have safe travels next week. Before we get into getting up to Oshkosh and, and, and closing the deal, Coach, you know, on uh, on February 2nd, at home, we got beat uh, by a Marshall team, 61-58. And a couple of weeks later, less than three weeks later, in fact, um, you had to play them again in the sectional final and beat them 65-58. Coach, what changed in those three weeks uh, with your team? Uh, first game was back and forth. Uh, could have went either way. Um, we went with a game plan, you know, kind of soft, not like our usual stuff um, that we had seen some other teams be successful with them. And the second time around, we said, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to get out there and pressure them. Um, and I thought that made a huge difference, especially down the stretch. Um, we were a little bit deeper than they are. And, um they missed some shots there down the stretch that they had hit early because I think they were a little leg-weary towards the end there. Um, and, you know, hats off to them on a great career for those seniors over at Marshall. Um, but us and them, two very evenly matched teams. Hey, Brandon, when, when you when you get through that one, 
Because, I look, I've been around this game a long time. To win a sectional final game is really difficult. It's just to get to get through the regionals, to get to that, you know, you get through that first sectional game, which is always hard. And that one, 57-56 against Prairie du Chien. And that, that's obviously very difficult. And then you got to come back two days later and play a team that had beaten you at home a few weeks ago. I got to give this this staff and 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 the the kids on this team probably these seniors, man, a lot of credit, coach. They just kind of hung in there and to, I, I'm sure took one game at a time and and just refused to lose. Yeah, they battled. Uh, you know, we came in the the same year, the senior group, and they've all been playing varsity since freshman year, so they've been in big games. Um, that moment didn't phase them, but our our road just to get to state, you know, the regional championship against a very good broadhead team, then Prairie du Chien and Marshall having to go on the road, and both those teams were state title caliber teams. Um, you know, just proud of my kids. Uh, we had arguably the toughest road just to get there, and then uh, outstanding Howard's Grove team, and everybody knows about Aquinas. So Oof. I'm just so happy and proud of my kids. Man, and you know, I didn't know that you guys uh, came in together at the same time. There's something special about that, Coach. There just is that, you know, they trusted you, and, and along the way, there's always difficulties trying to coach freshmen up on the varsity level. But but I would assume, and I don't know these girls, but I would assume that that uh, the maturity and the leadership part of, of their life and game has uh, has really kind of risen has risen to the top as far as making the Elcats the program that they are. Oh, absolutely. Such a hardworking group. Um, you know, it was, it was a reset. Started five freshmen. Um, that year was my first year here. And, um, you know, they had two wins and didn't win a conference game the year before, uh, you know, all of us got there and had never won a conference championship. We've won three in a row now. Uh, we've been to three straight regional finals. Obviously, had never been to state. We've been there twice in a row now. Um, and then we had an awesome JV team this year too. They got to learn from this group, and JV was 20 and one, um, averaged a 24 point margin of victory. And they're ready and learned from this group. So this group, the senior class, has really set the tone for this program to get this thing turned around. Hey, Brandon, what is your background? Uh, you got to Lake Mills four years ago, but prior to that, you know, where'd you go to school, and, and did you coach um, prior to that somewhere else? Yeah, um, I mean, my wife and I are actually from Northwest Indiana. Uh, we moved in a couple times. Um, we had had our first child. We have two now, um, and that was the big reason for moving back. Um, I had coached freshman and varsity assistant for a few years in Indiana. and up here at, at Oregon. Um, took my first head job, um, rebuild situation down in North Carolina, similar to what we did here. Um, left that program in, in great shape. They at New Heights after I left when my JV coach took over and um, had had a similar group to this senior group that, you know, I had left there um, after their sophomore year and having two years of playing playing varsity. So it was really cool to see that program continue to build and reach New Heights even after I had left. You know, you put so much time into that stuff, you don't want to see it drop off again. No doubt. 100%. And, you know, when, whenever a new coach, and you've done it now a couple of times, new coach comes in and and you make the decision that you're going to go with five freshmen, there, there there are some people rolling their eyes, and you know this, behind your back or, you know, on the phone with their neighbors going, hold on a second, what what is he doing? 
but you were willing to take some lumps early on to, to end up obviously having the kind of success you've had with this group the, the last three years. What was it like that first year when they were freshmen? Uh, pretty difficult on, on you and them? Um, I don't know so much uh, on the girls. Um, you know, we kind of don't really talk about a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, there was a, you know, a lot of things being said in the stands and emails and phone calls. Fortunately, I have our awesome principal and um, our former AD and new AD are both fantastic. So they let me come in and do something that a lot of places wouldn't, wouldn't let you. Um, but we could see what, where the potential is at. And obviously everything worked out really, really well. Um, we've won almost 50 games and two trips to the state and, um, these girls have set rewritten the history books at, at our school. So, yeah, you know, there's nobody's just, Hey, Brandon, nobody's rolling their eyes at you anymore, pal. You know that <laughs> nobody's caught talking about you behind your back. Can we, in the time we have left and we just got uh, four or five minutes, can we talk about the seniors on this team, the kids that, you know, what have been through the wars with you. And obviously these are some kids you're going to miss greatly, but let's talk about the seniors on this roster. Yeah, I'll, I'll miss them. Such good kids. A handful of them have babysat my my little ones. You know, trust them with with my kids. Um, ten seniors. You know, we had a few all staters. Um, you know, Juliana Wagner, point guard, four year starter, missed you know nine games this year, coming off that ACL injury from state last year. Uh, first thousand point scorer in program history, all time leading um, all time leader in assists. Uh, Taylor Roman, another thousand point scorer, right behind her is the second. All-time leading scorer, um, Lee has I think all the records for three-pointers made for a season and career. Uh, Vivian Guerrero, a three-year starter, um, another first-team All-Conference kid, All-State, uh, has the top two single-season rebound records. Um, all-time leading rebounder. Um, you got Jay Peter, who was a three-year starter and came off the bench for us this year. Uh, Hannah Lamke was a spot starter for us. Um, started this year. Um, you know, you got a kid like Brooke Fair didn't get a whole lot of playing time, but showed up to everything and worked her tail off. Was a phenomenal teammate. Uh, same thing with McKenna Vesperman, um, Molly Fitzgibbon, great kid, um, great teammates. And then you know you got Kayla Will who had a phenomenal season this year. Worked really, really hard in the off season to get ready to go. She started as a freshman for us and missed her sophomore year with an ACL and then last year didn't get the playing time she would have liked, but instead of making excuses, she went out and, and worked to take a spot. Um, hope I'm not yeah. forgetting any of 10, but you know, no, I'm, I'm going to miss what? and they're great kids, he, just great kids. Coach, I, and I said this to the head coach at Notre Dame and she had a girl she talked about one senior that, uh, that stuck with her for four years. And, and even though she knew she was not going to get a lot of playing time, man, we, I, you never see 10 seniors on a roster anymore. You just no. don't because when, you know, kids that are 16, 17 years old nowadays are like, I'm not going to put in that kind of work if I'm not going to, if not, I'm not going to play. And you, and I give you and your staff and your community and that school a ton of credit because when you see 10 seniors on a roster, that means these kids completely buy in to what this program is all about. Yeah. Um, Ava Wolling, um, she's another one had an outstanding, she finally became a player we've been waiting on, but yeah, 10 seniors, you know, even when they were freshmen, um, you know, we had talked as coaches wondering how few of them looking down the road, it's like they're going to work really, really hard. Um, but 
are they going to stick it out knowing that there's probably not a whole lot of playing time with, with our depth going forward. And they stuck it out. We had a, you know, great group of parents too, that pushed these kids just, you know, be a part of something special. You know, there's life lessons to learn of being, you know, being a great teammate. Um, so just so proud of them. You know, you don't see that this day and age. Um, they're all looking, you know, a lot of times for the instant re- reward or gratification and, these kids, a lot of them are just happy of being a part of something special. Boy, I, I love that story, Coach. I just do. And, you know, it, uh, your boys' team gets a chance to play here at 1225. I don't know I don't know the last time a, a boys' and girls' team once stayed at the same year. I wish I could tell you that, but I, I don't. But they're playing a really good Pewaukee team at 1225. I'm sure you'll... Uh, You'll be watching part of that game. I'm not sure. How old are your kids, by the way, Coach? Uh, Lila's two, and Brady is four. Yeah, Lila will be going one. down for a nap right around uh, game time. <laughs> coach, I'm sorry to tell you this, bro, but you're not watching that game. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. Hey, I really appreciate your time, Coach. Congratulations. The Mighty Elkats girls basketball program up in Lake Mills get uh, state championship. And this senior class, man, that's really impressive. Ten seniors on the roster. And uh, I'm sure that that schools in that conference are thinking, thank goodness, those seniors get to, you know, finally don't have to play against them anymore. Be careful what you ask for. That JV team played awfully well. Brandon, thanks a lot, Coach. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You too. You bet. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, what the heck? We might as well end the show with yet another state championship coach. Matt Stuby from Germantown had to come on late today because his daughter played in a tournament, I think like about Fond du Lac or something, and they start their girls' AAU practices tomorrow. So, man, he is, uh, he's been in the gym. Usually you win a state championship and get away from the game for a little while. Not Matt Stuby. He's still, uh, still getting after it. We'll talk to him. And he is, again, the head coach at Germantown High School. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Man, this has been a fun show. We get a chance to talk to a bunch of state champion coaches and then some coaches that are playing today for a state championship and then the dad of the player of the year in the state of Wisconsin, our superhero of the week, and a chance to talk to the Malachnik family about a big fundraiser for Dwayne tomorrow. And you end the show with the head basketball coach on the girls' side from Germantown, state champion Germantown Warhawks, Matt Stuby, Coach, congratulations. What a great win, great year for you guys. My goodness. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Hey, Coach, let's, uh, you, you know, the year, the only loss, the only blemish was to Brookfield Central, and that was way back on January 12th. I'm looking at that that sectional final, and, Coach, I, I, I've been blessed enough to, to be part of a few state championship um, teams. I don't remember a lot about the semifinals or the finals, but I sure remember a lot about the journey to get there. And I got to believe that that game Saturday, February 20, 20th at Kimberly is one that you're going to remember, 84-72 against a really good Kimberly team. Yeah, I would say um, that's, 
easily the best team we played all year and obviously played a tough schedule and got all the way to the state championship. So played a lot of good teams, but that Kimberly team was definitely the best team we played all year. Uh, Maddie Schreiber, their you know, six-foot senior uh, going to Green Bay is just an unbelievable shooter. Um, and just having to go up to their place, obviously, you know, playing the number one team in the state, you know, that's, you know, kind of challenge you hope for, um, you know, and that's what the kids prepared for. And, you know, came out great in that game, uh, got off to a great start, forced a team that typically doesn't play a lot of zone to play a lot of zone that game because they had hard time containing us. And uh, it was just fun, you know, just close the first half, went on a huge run the second half, and then uh, got up 21, I think, and then they cut it down to nine because that's what they do. They're just a great team. And, yeah, just uh, – there's obviously a lot of satisfaction in getting the state for the first time, but you know when you beat the best to get there, uh, I think it just adds to that satisfaction quite a bit. Hey, Mitch, you there? Yeah, yep. I'm sorry, I, I got I got uh, disconnected there for a minute. Uh, Matt Stuve, are you still there? Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, something happened to the connection here, so I, I apologize, but I'm back now. Hey, looking at that game with Kimberly, um, you guys were 24 for 37 from the free throw line. I don't know if they fouled a lot down the stretch, but, boy, I'll tell you what. To go 24 for 37 and, and have two of your best players go 8 for 11 and 13 for 16 – Man, that's a really good that's a good recipe to get a win right there, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and actually, we had a stretch. You know, we got up about twenty points, and we had a stretch where we were, I think, one for five from the line. Oh. Um, and they cashed in on a few of those possessions to cut the lead down a bit. Um, but then we got it back on rolling, and uh, you know, Jalen Acker hit a ton of free throws. Down. I think she hit eight in a row down the stretch, and and KK hit a bunch. And um, you know, I think those kind of those kids are, you know, the moments are never too big for them. So when they're on the line late in the game, you kind of feel good about the situation. Coach, I know anybody that that wants to talk to you about your team, they want to start with that sophomore KK, as you call her. Um, and, and look, I, I hear nothing but great things about her, not only as a basketball player, but as a kid, that she's a really wonderful kid. And you and I will have a chance to, to, to talk about her for two years. I want to talk if we can, because we don't have a ton of time, but I really would like to give some, some, uh, some props to the seniors on this team, um, who have led you guys. Certainly as seniors, you have to lead and you've got a number of seniors on the team that you're really proud of. Well, absolutely. Um, obviously, Jalen, uh, really, the second half of the season was an unbelievable leader for us uh, and had the great state tournament games. I mean, set you know three-point records for the state tournament, um, and that really obviously boosted us uh, towards that gold ball. Um, Natalie Paulskill was just a phenomenal rebounder for us all year. Obviously, you know, KK is our tallest kid at 5'9", um, so we don't have a lot of height, and Natalie's just such an unbelievable athlete, uh, averaged eight rebounds a game and provided uh, a presence for us on the boards, which was huge because of their lack of height. We needed somebody to do that, and she did an unbelievable job. Um, and then kind of the unsung hero a lot of times was Katie Pomp, who uh, you know, averaged four and a half points a game, but she's going to play at UW-Eau Claire. Um, so she's a really, really good basketball player, but I think she just took on whatever role we needed for that game and um, often 
guarded the biggest kid on the other team despite being 5'8", um, and battled a lot with some really good big kids and, and just did all the little things and kind of was the glue kid for that team and, and didn't get a lot of accolades as far as scoring and that kind of stuff. But, you know, you need kids like that if you're going to win championships to to do all the little things. Um, and then Paige Robinson shot 38% from the arc uh, off the bench for us this year and just provided some really good offensive moments when we you know, went to the bench and allowed us to – you know, sustain momentum in games because she would come out and, and hit a three or two and keep things rolling for us. So, yeah, just a lot of great contributions from some really good senior kids who, you know, spent four years obviously in the high school program and then going back to the youth program really, um, you know, put in a lot of hard work. And, and we're just great kids on top of it, which makes it all the more meaningful when you, you obviously achieve uh, the state championship, but you do it with, with really good kids who are just just a joy to be around. 100%. You know, it's interesting. Our last uh, coach from Lake Mills, he had 10 seniors. You have eight. And and as you know, Coach, you don't see that a whole lot anymore because kids, if they're not going to get, you know, if I'm not in the top six, I'm not going to waste my time. And I love the fact that there's this common thread be, be, between a number of the coaches we talked to, including uh, Sarah Rohde from up at Notre Dame, that says, look, we got talented talented you know underclassmen but boy the seniors hung with us for four years and whether they got a ton of playing time you know they were in, at every practice getting after it at practice on the bench getting everybody going and loved being part of the program and i think that if more kids did that i think all of our programs would be better off for that oh absolutely i mean one of the kids i didn't mention was karina murphy and she's going to marquette on a soccer scholarship and, you know, her minutes were kind of intermittent depending on the game. Um, and you don't see a lot of, like, you know, kids that are Division One in another sport, and if they're not a main contributor in a, their secondary sport, they just don't stick with it. So, like you said, kids like that, um, you know, they make contributions in so many ways. And her willingness just to stick with basketball for four years despite uh, be excelling in another sport, it just speaks volumes about the kind of kid she is. And, and other kids see that and and they follow suit. 100%. Hey, Matt, congratulations. I, I'm really proud of you guys. And it's a team that a lot of people have talked about because you put up a lot of points. <laughs> Obviously, you, you know, you get the ball down the floor in a hurry and you guys, uh, you know, knock down a bunch of shots. And, and certainly that sophomore, everybody talked about her as a freshman, talk about her even more as a sophomore. And, uh, I love the fact that everybody keeps saying she's a better uh, person than she's a basketball player, which says a lot. Hey, Matt, thanks a lot. Thank goodness you get a couple months off. Oh, no, no, you don't. You're back in the gym tomorrow with AAU with your daughter. Yes, I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Matt, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Congratulations. And uh, you know what? Have uh, have fun the next few months, to, you know, taking a little bit of a step back, but still being in the gym and, and coaching with coaching your daughter, which is going to be great. So thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. No problem, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, hey, everybody. Th- thanks for listening again. Don't forget about that fundraiser tomorrow. Uh, Suburban Bourbon in, in Muskego from 1 to 630. We're going to raise some money for Dwayne Malachnik. Thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.